Welcome to the Discipline Health Podcast, where we discuss topics relating to nutrition, fitness, and health. The content of this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be a replacement for supervised health care. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet, medication, or beginning any exercise program. You ready to get off of the rat race? What if you don't even know you're on the rat race? Yes, that's quite a... I didn't know I was on the rat race for many years. I just thought this was... You thought the hamster wheel of life was life? Yeah. Just what you did. Yeah. Until I was awakened to know. a whole new world. Yeah. One don't... where you're not stressed and low energy and... Up to your eyeballs in debt. Just anxious, you know? There's so many people that suffer from anxiety and depression. I think a lot of that has to do with just you knowing that this isn't what you're supposed to be doing, right? You're not. This isn't the life that you're supposed to be living. That there's more to you and there's more to life than just working at some job that you hate. Coming home and vegging out and watching, binge watching Netflix, right? While you order your DoorDash and your takeout, but you don't feel good after that, right? What does that leave you with? Maybe in that small fraction of, I don't know, a couple minutes, you might get some enjoyment, but then one, you're going to feel like crap because you're just vegging out. You're not moving your body, so. Yeah, I didn't know how bad I felt. I didn't even know what was normal. Just That was normal. Yeah. Just feeling terrible, but it becomes your normal, so. Are you less terrible or more terrible, you know? And then all of a sudden, if you actually feel good for the first time and Yeah, there's so many people or... that just don't know what it is like to actually feel good every day. I didn't. I didn't either. And Not I also I didn't even know about the brain fog until that went away. <laughs> I didn't know I had brain fog until I didn't have brain fog. <laughs> Gosh, I just don't, I don't feel this heaviness on my head, right? Like this cloud that's just sitting over you bogging up your thoughts and yeah it reminded me of like how i felt when i was real little like a, like a little kid yeah you know you can't remember but then you get healthy and all your memories come back mm-hmm. like, oh, it's very this. true yeah it's uh you don't know how bad you feel until you start feeling better because <laughs> you don't know what you don't know it's, it's yes. one of those things but What's possible and how much your body can heal is unknown and your untapped, unlimited potential. That's that's what I'll say. That's what I'll add to it. Yeah, there's so many people that are able to, you know, reverse or at least mitigate diseases that they've been told that they prevent never be able to get rid of on their own. Reverse, mitigate yeah. all of it. The human body, we we just know we know a lot, but yeah, the, the book is not closed on the subject. But also, too, how powerful it. our mind is. Our mind can yeah. make us healthy or sick. You know, that's been proven in literature that people that have been given a diagnosis, you know, that they're like, well, the placebo, what it does to you. Placebo effect yeah. proves that, right? They, If you believe that that pill is going to do what they say it's going to do. You know, it's yeah, a, the it's placebo, placebo effect works 30% of, right? It's 30, yeah, 30% at the last time I was looking into it, but 
spare me the details. Let's just say that placebo effect is a actual, real, scientific, measurable thing yeah. that exists. So is epigenetics. Yep. <laughs> you know, and these beliefs are in your mindset and your your brain, your brain health, your the total package. It's, it's right. every it's everything. You gotta be mindful on what you're taking in, what what your nutrition's like. You gotta be mindful of what you're seeing. You've gotta be mindful of what you're allowing in from this external environment. You know what what negative energy are you allowing into your life? Right, somebody that when you get off the phone with them, you always feel worse than before you started. That's a sign. And you know sometimes there's especially if it's family, you have to be you know. Obviously, there's some limitations to that, but just limiting your time around those people. I'm nothing's more important than your health and well-being, right? And if somebody is sabotaging that, you know, you need to figure out a way around it. Well, you have to because you got to put your oxygen mask on first, or you can't help anyone yeah. else around you. And it's just it's... and plus toxic relationships. I mean, they increase your stress levels which increases your cortisol levels which increases your ability to lose weight and causes you to gain weight in the process and causes you to crave all these you know sugary high fat types of foods and it would make it even more difficult for you to you know stick to a good nutrition plan and lose weight if you're just now finding out this information you know and you think it's it's really overwhelming but if you once you realize that well, if everything you do matters, every detail, everything has an effect. If you were playing the game as if that was just the opposite, that there's nothing you could do about it, your genes, your genes, and what can I do? I'm doing what the doctor says, and the whole nine yards. If you're stuck there, there's nothing you can do about your situation. Yeah. Once you take in the fact that everything you do matters, yeah, it's overwhelming in the beginning, and it's a lot, and it's it's gonna be difficult and scary and all that. But it's unlimited to how much you can gain in your life and how much you can grow at that point. Because now, if every single thing matters, it's yeah, more than it you could possibly do. It's mentality. more than you could possibly imagine. So, but it's it's you're never. I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, you will never run out of things to do. You'll never get bored. Yeah, there's always something that you can improve there's another, on. There's, there's always, always another a way level, that you can get better. Exactly. Taking forever to try to say something so simple. But yeah, there's always another level. And there's never a cap to the level in but, life. But that process brings you joy, true yeah. joy, right? True joy that you progress actually you have to yeah, work at to progress, get. Progress. And you'll see progress. And then you get on this trail and if you've done this for 5, 10, 15 years, it's inevitable that you've made progress no matter what. I don't care how many times you've fallen back, you still made progress. You've learned lessons. Yeah, yeah you still made progress. Right, don't let your failures destroy your, your goal, right? Well, the results, I always talk about let the results be your guide, you know. If you, it doesn't really matter, you can't lie to yourself. The results are the results. Of whatever you're testing, whatever you've done, whatever progress you've made, those are and results. Sometimes the your results are just what not to do, right? Oh, <laughs> okay, most, I most know one hundred percent this oh. doesn't work. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah we process can move of on elimination is else. ninety. 
And that's a lot of the times with the diet. I mean, you're going to go through a transition period where you're going to have to test some things and figure out what works for you. I mean, there's a general baseline of what, you know, there's general guideline of, okay, we know that these foods are not going to, you know, spike your insulin crazy. They're not going to cause a lot of inflammation in the body. We know that there's a set of, yeah, you said it. Guidelines. It's more of what doesn't work. Yeah. That actually is the progress. That it's just yeah, disguised. Failing. It's disguised as failure. Failing and, forward. And I then think the we same. get deceived in by our own thoughts and our own ego and our own mind. And it's you just quit thinking. <laughs> quit yeah. thinking and just do. Just, just do. Yes. Absolutely. We overthink. And that personally is one speaking, of the... that's my. I overthink everything. I'll sit here and have it all planned out and overthink everything, and then I go to do, and it's just not reality. It's. Uh, yeah. Same here. Or if I'm just overwhelmed, I you know I've got it, a but... super busy schedule, and I don't know how I'm going to get everything done, and I'm you know tired and stressed. It doesn't always go to plan, does it? No. But you find a way to make it work and you find a but way. But if I make myself just sit there, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to do like five squats. I'll start and do five squats or just sit and do lunges. Or if I just start to move my body, you feel I better. cannot believe how much better I feel. And, yes. and actually my gives stress you energy starts to, do to more. come down and then I actually gain energy. Not from coffee or, you know, it's yep. just... It actually gives Sometimes you energy, you which is so to counterintuitive move. to what we've always it helps you to think a lot thought about clearer. exercise, right? Right, because you're doing, you're not thinking. <laughs> you got to get out of that thinking state, and that's the thing. People with anxiety and these, you know, that they go through these panic attacks, like you're just thinking up all these scenarios, and your body thinks that you may be thinking something that's not even happening in the real world, but your body thinks that it is. So it's going to react to that stressor as if like a lion is literally chasing you. You're going to have all these metabolic responses to that stress. If you're constantly doing that over and over and over, you're going to be wearing out, you know, those hormones, wearing out those processes. Yeah, it's almost like you have trapped energy. And if you exercise and you expel it that way. Mm Mm-hmm then your mind is is calmer and you don't have the it's just not playing you and just running full speed um i think that that is a lot of the problems with anxiety and depression too it's just one of the it's not the only one obviously this whole thing is complex and there's yeah there's a factors. there's multiple reasons that you know things that can cause anxiety and depression biome, and, and trauma diet and, yeah there's trauma. so many things it's, and i'm not trying to just simplify to say depression that. is such a broad brush but but i'm saying these tools do help and there is scientific literature supporting the fact that exercise does help with those types of conditions and i think they've confused people to think that depression is a disease and you've got it you got the disease gene you got the depression and anxiety gene and it's just the opposite is it's just their symptoms yeah they're just symptoms what if depression is just it's a symptom you don't have the depression disease you have the depression symptom and something's causing that period Okay. Yeah, and what if it's your body's way of telling you, getting, trying to get you to get out of a situation, right? Making things so uncomfortable for you because this is not 
you ideal make a for you something has that to it is trying to force you to change. You can't go on living like this because yeah. you're right. You can't. You have to figure out what the problem is. Your body won't let you to continue to go on any further. Yeah. That's basically if you're in kinda... a, you know, a job that you hate, if you're in a relationship you hate, if you've got strained family relationships, yeah. if you, you know, there's so many so things many that we have to deal with. And but I just think... if you're not exercising and you're not getting sunlight and you're not trying to do everything you can to get your circadian rhythm set properly, mm-hmm. there's grounding you know, you can get into nature, go for a hike, walk, therapy, go for a picnic even, just get away from the EMF, you know, get the grounding out there. There's so many simple, easy, free, or low cost things that are available to us that if we're not even doing those at all, we're just not even trying. Well, and just putting down social media, right? You get sucked in scrolling for days. (laughs) Yeah. And, but... You're seeing everybody's highlight reel, and then you're comparing yourself to them, and that's just a vicious cycle in itself. So. And you're, and you're once again, then you're sedentary. You're yeah. s- sitting there staring, sitting there, holding a device, bent over, so you've got like off. a hunched back. Who knows? Who knows what, what holding that device is doing to you? Staring at that screen in improper position, out of form, uh, scrolling, all that. You know, versus going for a walk. Yeah. Going on doing See something, natural. you know, even to like just out in the garden. Yeah, looking at a I mean, natural gonna... environment too yeah. versus staring at an artificial one. I mean, there you go. I mean, it is so crazy when you really think about it. How how many hours we spend on a computer screen or how many hours we're spending on our phones. You know, it's probably a majority of the day for most people. It's very simple when you think about it. If you just go back to before humanity, I mean, yes, life expectancy was shorter back then because there were, it was more dangerous back then just to live, period. There was no emergency surgeries to save you and all this. But the point is there was none of this disease like there is. Well, the chronic conditions. The chronic conditions. That's what I'm talking about. Autoimmune diseases were not as prevalent. So if we go back in history to before they were prevalent, before they existed, basically. I mean, when I was a kid, obesity was not even a thing. You know what I mean? When my grandpa was a kid, it was unheard of. There you go. So let's go back there. What were they doing? And it just turns out, look, this is before the technological age came into play and it's like okay how do humans live with this and what can we get away with and what we can't well i think this has been one big case study of what this technology is going to do to humanity and i think we know how the results are in folks yeah (laughs) look around yeah that combined with our ultra processed foods well well, i would say that's technology but that's technology right there because your hormones antibiotics now you got MNRA going inside the food, and whoever, who else knows, genetically modified, uh, printed, 3D printed food meat. I know, man. We just need to get we, back to what I'm saying is all this technology. Going to buy our food from a rancher and going to a organic garden. Get the technology just. out of humanity, and let's use it as a tool and not let it uh, destroy our health. Yeah. I mean, the across the yeah you use your cell phone don't let your cell phone use you 
Right? <laughs> oh man, that's t- easier said than done, right? It is. It is because it's has anybody constant. has anybody tried to go without their cell phone uh, for twenty four hours? I love it actually. You'll note, but have you noticed <laughs> how much you like? You, you reach for the thing, or you look it for is it? automatic. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but it's your programming, right? You're just running those programs that you trained. Yeah, At the end of the day, it's, the if you, it's all about dopamine, too. and that's where delayed gratification comes in. And you know, where if you know it's something that you want, that is your dopamine. Say no and make yourself do a little bit more, and use that as a carrot to trick yourself. Yeah, that's the thing. Into Everybody doing wants a little bit more instant gratification. I mean, gratification. that's our whole society is set up for instant gratification, right? That quick fix, that I need it now, right? The Amazon Prime, you. You have your, anything you want <laughs> shipped to your house, delivered at your doorstep the next day. Just the opposite of how or, I grew up. Yeah, it was it's, hurry up and wait for. You want this? Order it. Might be here in two months with shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> or you go. You want to eat? Okay. Well, you got to cook or you got to go out to eat, and that took time. Now it's just hit a button on your phone and it shows up at your doorstep in a couple of minutes. But how do you teach people that cooking at home is going to be way more rewarding for you you're robbing yourself yes. of vitality in life yes. and experience and yes. the journey if you don't because that that is part of life is that you are supposed to be the the alchemist the chemist in in the kitchen there that is literally putting together this formula that you feed your body with this it's magic really when you think about it and you're putting this in your body and it has a like an effect one way or the other it has an effect on you just as if you were well, to yeah, take to a think pill that, to think that yeah like you were saying you know you take medications for you know it's measured out the pill is measured out to milligrams effect. yes but then we don't treat that the same thing with food. Everything, yeah, you shouldn't do this. I know. that The fact that you don't think that what you put in your mouth is exactly the same thing is... Uh, and is I've that even ma- had Is that mass formation I've psychosis? I've even had physicians telling me that, oh, no, that you're fine. That doesn't matter. What? The, what you put in your mouth. What yeah. you eat. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's... And I think at the bonkers. time I was drinking these soy chai Blue lattes... Is. I don't even know why. It's preposterous. <laughs> Hold on. And I remember I was having some pain and I asked the doctor, I'm like, okay, I've heard like soy can cause some issues with certain things. Like, should I avoid that? Is that something that and he's like, he like laughed at me and he's like, no, you don't need to avoid that. Too much phytoestrogen, estrogen mimickers. Yeah. And then come to find Offsets out, your hormones, I do my own right? research and then I find out that what I heard was exactly true. And how does this physician does don't not know this information? I know. You know, it's or they're... or just to be so sure about his answer without knowing it. Well, they're not even allowed to think for themselves either. They just have to abide by their association and what yeah. their strict guidelines that they have to follow. And as I long know, as they do that, they get the paid. Board. They make a lot of money. So. Yeah. And this, and then if you're in the echo chamber of, oh, this is the best we can do, uh, prevent, any preventative procedure or maintenance or anything when it comes to human beings, is it's just too hard. Well, look at DDT. Remember that? They oh, it was safe. Right? And then they came back and was like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't safe. Or um, was it asbestos? Was that one that they thought was safe, too? And then came back and fed it. What about well, lead? Actually, lead, or, lead in paint. Yeah. Or 
I remember, like, there was a drug, must have been when, like, my era, like, my parents were having kids, you know, that generation. And there was a, like, a anti-nausea medication, I think, out. And they were giving it to all these moms. And then, come to find out, after they've already taken it, that it was causing these serious birth defects. So, who's the test? Who's yeah. the uh, lab rat? So, some, what I'm saying is sometimes... And this has happened throughout history. Sometimes you don't know these risk factors or the problems that certain things are causing until way later. Yeah, at that point, you wish you would have known. And that's kind of a lot of what this podcast is about is what we wish we would have known. And we're just speaking to our old past selves that did not know this information. We're just trying to reach people. That are in that position. You know, we were young children and we were fat, sick, and nearly dead. Without this information, we were just listening to the doctors, watching our health plummet, thinking, you know, this is it. This is just it. You know, you, just, you get yeah. old, you, you become obese, you get a bunch of diseases, chronic illnesses, autoimmune diseases, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's just it. It's part of life, you know, and then it, it, well, because you look around you and it is normal. Because that's the new normal. Yeah, that's how everybody yeah. is. Yeah. And disinformation changed my life. It saved my life. Gave me my life back. Gave me a second chance at life. Literally reborn. Well, and I already learned a lot of this information. And then I had like some short-term amnesia, amnesia for a bit. If you go back to doing what you were doing, it was just what I, the environment that I was surrounded with at work. That you know and believe. Yeah. Test it. Try it on yourself. You can easily forget everything you know and believe and go yeah, right and back go into right your back own in. programming. Mm-hmm. That old programming will always be there. That file Powerful. will always be there. You can always go right back into it. And it's the default, too. It's like if you're not. It's the default program until you override it. Striving to do better. Yeah. 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 You're going to fall back into that. And if you don't maintain discipline and yes. consistency, it's oh, yes. inevitable that the, you will. Discipline and consistency, the program, they are the key. Without it's doing it. Doing it, it when you don't feel like it. Doing it when... The default when, program will always. You know, life yeah. happens and things come up. Just doing it no matter what. Yeah, doing it. Well, that's just well, if you know that you have gets to do such it. A, discipline gets, has such a bad rap, right? It's such a, such a negative connotation with discipline. Well, because they use it as in a punishment. Yeah. Way. You know, we're not talking about discipline and punishment. No, self-discipline we're talking about is completely self-discipline, different. yes. Like making doing what's best for you. It means do doing what's best for you. When doing what's the most healthy yes. for you. You know you should, but you don't, you don't want to. do it, but you know you should because it's what's best for you, Okay. That's the definition of discipline. And it's best for your future self. Yeah, self. Right. Self-discipline. You might sure. sacrifice a little bit in this short term to get a way benefit, bigger benefit. But you don't really sacrifice it in the short term. You may lose a little bit, but you gain some in that moment. That win that you yeah. get, you, that confidence boost, it's an energy boost, Um it's, uh, it's that a, feeling it's so of winning, you know, when you win. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, it's, it's, slu- it's subtle. It's very small, but it depends on how big the task is and how difficult and challenging it is if you accomplish it and you cross it off your list. 
well, you feel you like, s- all right, I got kid. I didn't think I was going to get that done. You start to go through like how you felt before and you yes, didn't, and then you get, and you that get it and then you get the momentum boost. It really is. I call it, yeah, it's mo. You, you build mo. Confidence boost that you've done something. Yeah, you've actually momentum. put yourself to task and were able to accomplish yeah. it. And if you, for me, I get the momentum going, and if I can just keep it going, I can go all day. I can go 18 hours, you know. But if I let it go, if I sit down, if I let my energy fall to get to re, to get the mo back, basically, I have, it's literally right back to the beginning of the day. I have to battle all the way back. So it's never worth it to let it go and lose it. It's just it's, once you get it going for the day. In my opinion, I've found it. it's just easier. Well, and one thing I've learned, too, is that if I'm lacking energy, I actually need to expend more energy. <laughs> if I'm, you have if to I'm read struggling, your body yeah, as long as you're not there, sick. There's Obviously, two different, there's there's two different like, uh, you know, you, you know when it. it's, yes. I need to exercise, and you know when but I I'm, have exercised, and now I'm getting sick or whatever it is, and I need to rest. But I'm just talking about, like, when you're just around the house, and you're just feeling starting to get tired right but you still got a lot to do you don't really have a reason to be tired it's just if you start to move yeah you're low energy compared Mm -hmm. to your normal yeah you're saying that yeah you just you'll learn by testing over time on how to read your body what feeling you're like okay is that do i need to exercise feeling or is that i need to take a nap feeling yeah i need to rest or is that i need to drink a water do I actually need to eat? You know, you test and you start to learn these, what your body's been telling you all this time, these signals, and it, it just takes time, you know, and it over time you'll figure it out. Yeah, you got to learn you. Because none of us have. None of us have no. been taught that we needed to. Well, but we're so busy. Our lives are so busy. You didn't come with You don't even have a chance to sit and really think about all these types of things. You don't even have a chance to well, we're, sit and we're figure out. We're told that all humans are the are. same. That we all just you just eat two thousand calories. You just do this, do that. We're all the same. No, we're not. We're, we very, it varies so much, and that that alone proves that you have to find a formula yeah. that works for you. And every single human needs to find their unique formula, as unique as their fingerprint. And it comes with testing on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know thyself through testing. Yep. So you get in there and you exercise this way, you exercise that way, you cut back on this, you cut back on that. Yeah, you eat whole food from the earth. <laughs> yep. You do grounding, you try, mm-hmm. you know, an exercise, but you find what works for you. And what, then you find out what anyone you else do, tell you. You do too. what's enjoyable too, because if yeah. you're. Yeah, find something you like, especially in the beginning, because it's it's there is a transition period when you're you know you're having to create a new behavior. Behavior change is hard. Yeah, you got to keep overcoming until you rewrite the program. Mm-hmm. You got to keep. But you we are fall off, we are living off, proof down, that it can up, be fall rewritten. Down, get up, fall down, get up. Just n- never stop getting. What what choice yes. do you have? You're just going to lay there on the mat and then, look, we all, we're all victims. We all get knocked flat on our face, but we have that choice. Do we lay there on the mat, on the ground? Do we lay there on the ground and play the victim card or do we get up? That's the only two choices you have. You're going to regret and have regret and you're going to wish that you got up. Yeah. Every human. 
you can go and study people in hospice and there's studies out there that show their the patterns between people's regrets and their wishes and, and also ver you know things that they're glad they did and what they would what they did in their lives and you know they lived 80 90 years and there's very distinct patterns that form you know the the people that that had regret they really wish they would have done these things they you know really I mean? wish they would have followed their dreams right that yeah they would have done this started this business or they would have started you know done yeah. this project or yeah it's so interesting right it's interesting yeah, that, to see that that's that's, that's what, their biggest regret yeah was they didn't is that they take didn't chance take they didn't take chance. the chance yes they didn't see how far they could go yeah. they didn't test on themselves they didn't find they didn't know thyself i mean mm -hmm. really you think you know yourself but you really don't know yourself until you start analyzing yourself and, yeah. and this whole process is is that it's and keeping a journal that's so important too is the journal you start you forget you it's well, 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 insane how fast you forget stuff okay so we go to university to teach us how to be to live a good life and be good humans and figure it all out and have knowledge but it does it literally doesn't teach you anything about what you should be learning yeah, and that's it just yourself teaches you how to be a good worker they should teach you on how to study yourself and how to figure out how you operate and yeah. what your strengths and weaknesses are and what your limitations are and the whole nine yards and instead it's just the opposite you know what i mean so we have every excuse to yeah. not be pushing it right now i it's just late got back night. from traveling our daughter had a figure skating competition in austin and i got back really late and then i got up and i worked this morning and i am very tired but right i already set already had a commitment to do this so i'm making myself do it <laughs> yeah even if you show up and just go through the motions yeah. make yourself hold yourself accountable to the fact that you're gonna be there and you're gonna do what you said you're gonna do even if it's not to 100 percent of the task mm -hmm. you know it's just you're recreating that program or you're creating that program basically just yeah, by just being in that time task. and place yeah mm -hmm. instead of being somewhere else you know yeah and you're it starts there you know but just remember it's baby steps don't um don't let anyone tell you that this is hard because this is all very easy and very simple and unless you make it hard and you overcomplicate yeah it. so um let that be a little bit of a, a boost to your mentality if, if you're yeah if you're struggling if you, started, if you are where we were <laughs> trust me i know i, I yeah, we've gone through it. We know firsthand how it is. Yeah, I wish I would have known then what I know now. not be your best version. <laughs> it's okay, though. Right. Maybe I can save somebody all the yeah, hassle and heartache and all the... Uh, I, don't wanna say, I don't wanna say wasted time, because if this information helps people, then I can say it's not wasted. Oh, no, so. yeah, exactly. But I spent a lot of years learning all this the hard way, so. I hope we could help. Ease and, the burden on somebody else. Yep. I hope it shortens that gap, that learning gap, because it can be daunting just trying to uh, figure out life all on your own without yeah. any uh, mentors. mentors or guidance <laughs> or uh, yeah. yeah, somebody that's anyone pointing, hey, head path. in that yeah. direction. Don't or go that way. We went that way. Yes. Go that way. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You'll find a, a better route if you head north instead of south. That's all we're saying.
Yeah, don't take up a marathon when you don't even go for a walk, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and set your, you know, you got to set your goals to be attainable, right? You set them to where a little bit of a challenge, but it's actually something that you can do. Because if you have these, if you're setting all these ridiculous goals that you're, it's likely that you're not going to be able to accomplish those. That's just setting yourself up for failure and that's going to set you back. So set goals every day, but make them realistic and make them something that you could actually do. Make it easy. Yes. Remember Tim, Tim Ferriss says, yes. right? He says, what would this look like if it was easy? Just it's not letting yourself off the hook because you're still making no. yourself do the thing. That's the whole the point of going through the motions. Yeah. We, we, we overcomplicate it and we make it harder than it should be and then we never get started and then we don't ever create the base program to create the future rewriting of the old program, which is the bad habit. Yeah. And we all have bad habits. Oh, we're all programmed improperly because mm-hmm. the old the system was not program designed to program humans. I grew up on it. I grew up on egos and powdered sugar for breakfast in high school, and then I'd come home and eat like Lay's potato chips and sour cream. That was a lot of reprogramming. Oh, <laughs> I was. I grew up on public school lunch. Oh and yeah, and junior high. I remember every food. day I would get a donut. It was like a glazed, twisted donut and a like a. What kind of slushy? I don't remember what kind of slushy, but I had a slushy every day too. Slushy and donut. I'm sure that was really good for my learning. Well, we went to the same <laughs> elementary school, the same junior high school, and the same high school. Yes. I ate the same exact food she did. Yeah, we're high school sweethearts, but we didn't meet until after. Well, I guess okay. I was in high school, but you had you were a year older, so you had graduated. But we didn't meet until oh, after you had graduated. Year, yeah. yeah. I'm still only six months older than you. But still, yeah. the, the point is, we were in junior high school, and I remember waiting in line, and it was like, did you want the pizza boat with fries, with an ice cream shake, or do you <laughs> want the donut slushy and fries? Yeah. Or, oh. or a pretzel and cheese. Those Literally. were our options, basically. Donut, pretzel, and fries <laughs> every day. For three years. No, straight, donut, every day fries, and a slushy. That, that was, was what, my lunch. That was our lunch. And... Uh, you know, for breakfast, would you wake up and eat for breakfast in junior high school? I said at, I at had eggs and powdered sugar. Yeah. See, I didn't even eat <laughs> breakfast, right? It's like that was my first meal. I'd be getting a headache every I day. I have eggs and powdered sugar every day. Yeah. And then for but dinner, but my my parents actually, my mom cooked like you she had, cooked a home cooked. I had I, a home cooked dinner I had fast every food. For I had dinner. a balanced Both home cooked dinner every were, night. Were working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're rough. I hardly ever had fast food except at school. <laughs> or, but you had it all. The, you grew up on fast food, so so different. Yes. I remember when we went to fast food, it would be like if we were on a family vacation for a couple weeks and, you know, we couldn't get to, my parents couldn't make us something. That was really the only ever time that we ever had fast food, and I'm very thankful for that. I think it saved me from a lot of unnecessary stress and you know potential issues with weight I was pretty skinny all the way up through till college I guess right I never thought about my weight until college for me the other than the physical changes the the mental I just couldn't believe I had gone that long in my life 
with a brain operating the way that it was. It yeah, just... like 10% <laughs> on well, a good day. I mean, really, though. Like, life was <laughs> so much harder. Everything was harder. So Trying to much. figure out and problem solve. Basic, yeah. basic problem solving, which is life. It just was so much harder for me. I basically, it was just hard for me almost my entire life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until I cleaned. Got my, and my there are simple solutions to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have known then, but like I said. I know. Oh, we had to do. We had is. to go down that route so we could help other people so they don't have to go down this route. Well, our children, you know, yeah. we, we've saved them from this, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, who else can we save? And whether, whether, whether people. Well, uh, and the thing is, too, is, you know, as parents, I mean, you want to help other people other parents because they will help their children and you know prevent their child from having to have diabetes or heart disease at a young age or you know having all these medical the earlier you get to a human the more preventable yeah just common sense right and for their self-esteem and you know kids are just cruel so yeah if you're having to battle with you know obesity being overweight and, and not yeah, just yeah. that though they're your brain your brain doesn't yeah, work properly everything, everything so is hard you can't difficult. think you, math is harder reading's harder spelling's harder you, yeah. you can't your your, your memory is, is a child. literally that's what i'm trying to say is that i had brain fog all throughout school and i couldn't imagine going through school without it everything <laughs> Everything we drank out of the hose. Yes. What was in the city oh, water? And I forgot too. I'd have a Dr Pepper and Reese's Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Oh every yeah. Day too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you snack. want to drink with your with your fast food meal? Do you want <laughs> which soda do you want? Do you want that blue drink? <laughs> Hold on. Now your teeth are rotting out of your head. Oh, that's normal. Do you want the blue Powerade or do you want the Mountain Dew? I just remember when I... Do you I want st- the flame retardant or do you want- When I was real little, my mom cooked every meal. We had, we, we ate from the health food store for a while. And I remember it literally, I had, I remember, that's the last time I remember my brain functioning. And then after that, I remember drink, starting to drink soda and eating junk food and fast food. And there on, from there on out... Yeah, and then after we got married, and we'd be uh, we eat out all the time, and it gets addicting, you yeah, know. It, it just, does. You get it. You don't realize how well, and your body gets you, you are. right. Your body gets um, used to eating that stuff. So maybe those pains that you'd have in the beginning of starting to eat something like that, or that discomfort, you kind of get numb to that. I remember creating like, oh, I'm craving Olive Garden. Or oh, yeah. I'm cra- craving red lobster. But now I just think, oh, that's going to make my I stomach don't, hurt. I haven't cra- ever <laughs> since I started doing this, I don't crave at all. Yeah, I don't crave that at all. I, I don't crave, crave that at all. I don't even really And get even hungry. the thought of it just makes my stomach hurt. But I still enjoy my food, and I, and I do crave the food when it's time to eat, when I actually do get hungry. I actually crave the food that I eat. It's, I don't think about... Yeah, I never like ever feel like I'm your missing meals, out. And you know, like, feel like I'm... it's not a death sentence, right? <laughs> like you're not a prisoner to. Well, the trade-off, the trade-off yeah. for how good you feel, just just all of your physical health problems could be reversed. All the preventative stuff for the future, 
and then the, the, the brain fog going away, and then the energy that you gain. Just all those things right there, if I just gave you one of them, would be enough to make you do this. And the fact that I'm basically saying, look, here's your entire life back reborn. Here you go. Here's another shot at life again. You get a basically a brand new body is what it feels like. If, um, that trade-off is 10 times worth the loss of whatever it is you that you... But the, okay, to. so I want to talk about that because that was a big thing for me. I had that right. I I remember when I I couldn't give up Dr Pepper. I had like a Dr Pepper every single day. Oh yeah. And I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I could never live without Dr Pepper. And now I I haven't had Dr Pepper in like and I, don't Twix. Even, I don't even know Dr Pepper. And Twix. It was like I haven't had Dr Pepper in like twenty years, probably. Please, I don't know. But what I'm saying is now, like, even the thought of it is like, oh, that burned my throat and all that stuff. In college, I was hooked on Monster, uh, well, energy drinks, Red Bulls, Monster Energy. Yeah, but could you, do you remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm now gonna, never going to be able to function without this stuff. No, I just, I had to have it to function. It was like, okay, I got another class, better go get another Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. Or you I know, just or remember. Whatever, you know, whatever they had. Yeah, not being able to have bread anymore. The thought of not being able to have bread anymore because I've got issues with gluten. Like, it doesn't make me feel good. And now I don't eat bread and I don't really crave it like I used to, right? I used to, oh, donuts. That was a big thing. Because they'd always bring it in the office when I was working at lunch. On our, in our break room. What we're saying right now should bring you a lot of hope because yeah. the amount of damage <laughs> and the miles that I have on my body here is And 42. if we can heal after putting our bodies through all that. I would have said no way. Yeah. I thought there was no way. I thought when I was, when I hit my 40s, that would have been it for sure. But the amazing thing about our bodies is our innate ability to heal. And when we stop putting in all the stuff that is destroying us and making us feel sick, and um, overweight and low energy when we stop putting that stuff in we actually can heal we're actually superheroes it's just not really fat we don't regenerate and heal you have the perfect doctor inside of you you just have to learn how to let it work you have super abilities inside of you that you unlock and it's just they're just it's just slow and people just they want immediate gratification results that delayed gratification that delayed it's not how it works patient right that patience it is patience and perseverance is a big part of it and then you just got to realize that just take and they're qualities that you want to have anyway. Yeah. Qualities that you want to develop. You want to develop self discipline. You want to develop patience. Right. Yeah, that's what you gain along the way. And then the sky's the limit, right? You're, there's no end to what you can accomplish. And it's so interesting. It's it's just so amazing how productive you can really get, and how efficient, efficient. you can get. Yep. Yeah. In anything that you're doing. There's no limit. Your IQ, you think, is a static thing. It's not. Your IQ can keep going up or down. And it does. It fluctuates depending on on all these environmental factors. If I want my IQ to go down, I just need to get some ice cream and some... Yeah, you want your IQ to go up, get into ketosis, you know. Exercise. uh, These are natural nootropics. Yeah, intermittent fasting, too. You know, you got to... Especially if you've had, you've got too much sugar in your blood, right? You've got to, you've got to let that 
stuff get yeah. out. <laughs> oh, and sugar's in my blood. My IQ drops for sure. My cognitive ability is diminished. Um, energy, everything. Yeah. But you have to find what works for you. And, and we always preface and start by saying, hey, if what you're doing is working for you and you're 10 out of 10, yeah, don't you look change great, thing. you look good, you perform good, everything's running perfect for you, don't you figured it out don't change a single thing all we're offering is like hey if you're not satisfied you're not where you want to be you're not 10 out of 10 you know you have it all fit dialed in but you still have eczema there are some solutions you know well you don't have there are some very simple have you tried practical have you tried that what about this what about that you see we have all those things to test and try Mm -hmm. and if not we'll do the research necessary and we will be that trainer in your corner that uh, if you win, we win. So yeah. win-win, right? Your success is our success. Our success. Yeah, and that's how it has to be. You know, it can't be the other way around like modern medicine yeah, where the doctor take... gets paid the sicker that yeah. you get. Like you get, if, if we're under our care and you're not heading in the right direction, then we're not heading in the right yeah, direction. No. And that hurts us too. So. Mm-hmm. It's win-win. Do you see? That's how the medical system has to be. That's how it used to be in the village. Yeah, it was when everyone was healthy, they took care of the doctor. The doctor was, you know, really, really someone to be a, that was an important part. But everyone starts getting sick. That's good. Thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to learn more or have any questions, visit us at disciplinehealth.life. Yep. Until next time, keep it easy and simple. Bye, everybody.